It's bonus pod 152. It's one in the morning. Mm. You've just come out of the bar nightclub disco. <laughs> you've danced your blues away. Yep. But gosh, you've got a hunger on. Mm-hmm. You stumble over and you see a big red sign. And it's, uh, it's, it's LFC Louisiana Fried Chicken. You look inside, doesn't look like anyone from Louisiana has even seen the place, but you go in <laughs> and you say, oh, um, yeah, I'll have an, uh, a number 34, please. And the guy behind the counter goes, he looks up from his uh, computing, his hotel, and he goes, so do you say 34? And you're like, yeah, 34? And he goes, come with me. And he lifts... <laughs> He lifts the gate, the door thing that lets you into the back where all the chicken is. He leads <laughs> you past the chickens of heaters and the fryers yeah. and the fridge that has only Miranda in it. And he <laughs> takes you down some greasy stairs. You almost slip down them. They're so greasy. He, he pushes open a rubber flap that's in the place of a door. And you go walk in. You go, hello? And it's dark. And you just hear, uh. <laughs> You go, hello. Uh. And you you fumble for a light. You find a switch. You open it. And it's me and Pierre sat on each other's laps somehow eating <laughs> eating fried chicken. Yeah. And we say, we hear you ordered number 34. Welcome to Bonus Pod. <laughs> God. That was your most visceral one yet. Do you think? I think so. Yeah, I think entwined bodies eating chicken in the dark. Yeah, and the greasy steps. I like, I, yeah, yeah, greasy steps. Greasy steps. Um, I was. I, I went. I that that was inspired by, as all great writing is, inspired uh-huh. by a real experience I had recently of a, a, a fried chicken place. Yeah, and like more a market one, but like I went to the bathroom and literally as you walk past the kitchen, the floor and walls just got greasier. Oh, and you, just, and you start slipping towards oh. the bathroom, <laughs> and you're like, this is just grease that is blown on the wind <laughs> like a wa- settled here you were like a like sort pollen. of um you were like wily e. coyote or like a sort of acme trap like whoa sort of <laughs> yeah. slipping towards the toilet <laughs> so you were dining in then i was dining in oh this that is a pla- this was a place called chicken it's i don't know if you've seen them it's like a chick and then apostrophe n i have i've ordered from one yeah I was in house for a chicken. Lots of Korean sort of vibes. Yeah, they do a Korean burger. They've got a, a limited range. This is not sponsored by chicken, but they can have it. They've got a limited range uh, Sichuan burger with mm. a Sichuan sauce on it. I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, you can call it Sichuan <laughs> if you like. It's not really. It's just yeah. a bit sour. Um, but it's nice. It's it's like, yeah, it's it's a, a higher up than a Morley's. Oh, it's higher up than a KFC. Yeah, it's uh, hipster. It's hipster fried chicken. It's hipster chain fried chicken. Yeah, so it's still a chain, but it is kind of a neon aesthetic to it. Mm. Um, yes, and they they and you can get pale ale. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. have a pale ale with it. You can you can eat uh, chicken and drink pale ale with your MacBook. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Doing the doing one of those jobs on your MacBook that people seem to do in MacBook ads. In MacBook oh. ads, the jobs people have in MacBook ads. I. Remember seeing those ads growing up and going, right? So he he lives in a treehouse that overlooks the redwoods, like California. Those are huge trees. Like he's is in one, and he he gets out of a hammock. Like he leaps out of a hammock, and he's got like 
bangles on, you know, like he's wearing like uh, old concert wristbands and stuff. And he's like, yeah. hey, yeah. And he answers like a FaceTime from an equally young, cool person. And they're like, yeah. I'll get that report to you right away. Yeah, have you almost finished on the designs? Yeah, sure. And like the designs. Like, his job is he designs jeans, <laughs> and also he moves hot air balloons around on the Photoshop. <laughs> That's his job. <laughs> Why is it so many any hot air balloons? Why is he moving? Why, Why is he paid well enough to live clearly the way he lives? <laughs> Why is he living like a San Francisco tech billionaire? Yeah, his job yeah. is like designing the smallest element of like uh, an independent bracelet brand. <laughs> his job is a level of graphic design you'd associate with like, yeah, exactly. Someone selling homemade bracelets on a Facebook marketplace. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's, he's got a MacBook, the top spec MacBook Pro. He's got a brand new MacBook Pro with Adobe. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Amazing. <laughs> and like a home suite. In yeah. a treehouse, like a cool modern building. And yeah, he appears to be living the life of, yeah, essentially Tom from MySpace, post-selling MySpace. Mm-hmm. Just hanging out. Just hanging out. What occasionally he, doing his job in a cafe when it suits him. What he should be doing is there should be some guy going, uh, 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 in like sweatpants, and like hurriedly like brushing Pringles crumbs out of his chest hair before trying to like arrange things to look okay for like a video call. Mm before a much older, much angrier person who doesn't understand what he does asks for those designs. <laughs> yeah. Have you used the Photoshop yet? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Are the photos done? Well, they're not photos, the composites. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it should be like a zero-hours contract or something. You're in a bunk bed. He's doing the whole but thing. But still got that sort of Mac, um, Apple advert. No, <laughs> Hey, yeah, sure. Just a guy doing, uh, just getting up. Little notifications. Uh, just like eating cold pizza from the night before. Bing. Hey, it just came through. Thanks. Oh, no, don't worry about it. Just, just like really hungover, trying not to audibly fart on the. Skype call. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Do you remember the first uh, mm-hmm. advert for Meta from the Meta when the Metaverse was first revealed? I've never... The adverts for Meta are more frightening <laughs> than most films that try to frighten me. I found the advert yeah. for Meta more frightening than any of Minority Report, a lot of the Matrix stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something about them was... Well, more horrible. I mean, like... Horrible. They don't need to make Black Mirror no more. We have the, the, we have the Metaverse adverts. Yeah, obviously, people, you know, it's like something out of Black Mirror, but it's finally something like... It, re- it, literally, it, it literally, literally is. is. And this is a horrible bit where, like, uh, I don't know, Mark Zuckerberg's character is like, wow, look at that. Oh, sorry, I'm just getting a call from this exactly mixed... I've never seen anyone so exactly mixed race as the people... <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen so. This is like Goldilocks balance of mixed yeah, race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, the perfect mixed race person. Could be any race mixed. Perfect mixed race. You have no idea what races they are, <laughs> but you know they're mixed. It's a human um, from the year 4000. Yeah. It's all blended. And she's like, hey, didn't mean to interrupt, but we just saw this cool street art. Here, have a look. And she points it at some graf- some crap graffiti. And it comes <laughs> through the phone into the meta space. Like, wow, that's so cool. It's like, what's cool? It's just more images. It's just more fake imagery in you're a still, fake space you're still you've looking up. you're not even looking at a photo you're, you're looking at like you're looking at 
uh, a 3D representation of a photograph of a photograph of that, that like you, nothing's real that you could already look at. Yeah, it's it's NFT culture, Pierre. It's just NFT culture. I'd love to imagine a universe in which anyone could interrupt Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> doing something for work because yeah. they saw a photo of some graffiti. <laughs> I can't imagine how quickly he'd fire you and how red his face would go with anger. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm Mark Zuckerberg. Hey, I thought you'd like to see this picture. It's like a Banksy or something. It's like, I own that. <laughs> it would be like interrupting Henry VIII at a banquet, surely. <laughs> but the, 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 the meta adverts are deeply creepy. Yeah, they're really awful. In a way, I'm really happy about meta and Zuckerberg going mad because Facebook's decline is going to be hastened by him trying to just remake the game Second Life. Yes, whatever happened to Second Life? I, Which is kind of collapsed when everyone just went, oh, this is kind of wank, isn't it? And, it's, and insane. I thought people were still doing Second Life. Are they not? Some people. Some people still play, like, I mean, like, people still play video games from 2001, but. Second Life was, I always, it was one of those things I never entirely believed was real because mm. I only ever, like, read about it in articles showing, <laughs> could panicking about future? it. Yeah. yeah. And it, and it looked crap. Look, the va- graphics are so bad. They were worse than other games at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I realized yeah. that at the time, I was like, this is like five years, this is 10 years ago. And it was always just like... This, the, gra- the quality of these graphics. It'd be like a newsreader in like their 50s going, I can't tell what's real anymore. <laughs> and she's like, really? This blobby face? Like, with like really simple math animation? It was enough to scare people. There's not even audio. Just people, you just have to read text coming off of people's <laughs> heads. Like, really? This is the future? But then, like, all the headlines about Meta are the same as they were about Second Life. Because I remember them. Yeah. Yeah. Could this be the future of socializing? No. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Probably not. Like, oh, there's a, they created a simulated life. Okay. Is it as good as The Matrix where you can eat steak and get jerked off by someone in a red no, dress no in a red dress no well then then it's not well then people would rather do that then yeah well loads of people who we know don't and you go yeah because they're the kind of people who were already not going to socialize with their friends and playing second life instead yeah their opinion is already like that that's not new customers until you invent a sort of penis controller with haptic feedback <laughs> we're going to stick to in-person interactions i think traditionalists shooting out <laughs> shitting out the ass Zuckerberg. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I believe in uh, being jacked off in person, shitting out the ass, <laughs> and family. Traditional family and asshole values. Mitt Romney bot. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I, I think people people keep saying, oh, we're, eventually we're all going to be living on an online space. I think the, I I think the truth is halfway. I think half of us are going to live like, and already half of us do, and half yeah. of us don't. Yeah, maybe not as much as half and half. Maybe a quarter and three quarters. Or something. Yeah, and, and you, it's not never going to be all of us. There'll probably be more and more of us, but it's yeah. never going to be all of us and all everyone, the time. No, fuck no. And everyone who thinks that, I mean, like you and I are very on on Twitter, or at least we're very aware of it. Yeah, less and less. Yeah. But like something that would be like big news for us on Twitter, like no one knows about. Yeah. But the trouble with these people is that all they know is other people talking about how they're going to sign up to Meta. Well, the problem is all journalists are on Twitter, so they yeah. think it's important. Yeah. And but, that's how it ends up in the news. And that is where I do sympathise with the whole echo chamber critique of of the establishment or journalists, where it's like, well, yeah, to be fair, when you get into a scenario where essentially the fourth estate or whatever journalism is mm. is entirely on an app, 
Yeah. That app is going to have completely undue prominence. Yeah, exactly. In America, it, loads of normal people are on it. It was like Facebook scale. But in the UK, it was always just journalists, scientists, and Stephen Fry. Yeah. And gradually, more and more people are getting on it. And that's why it's getting worse, that's, yeah. <laughs> in my opinion. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. It's, I think Meta is creepy and it will fail. And we're very lucky that it's going to fail. Yeah, hopefully it will fail. It'd be terrible for it to succeed. But I don't think it... How could it? Yeah, it's just... Have you seen even the new adverts with that lady who's like getting in a plane and stuff and flying around? Whoa! Yeah. While her husband's like making breakfast in real life, kind of going, (laughs) chuckling, as opposed to getting a divorce. Yeah, so what's the great innovation here? You can play a crap Wii game at breakfast. Yeah. You can do that already. You can already play Wii tennis at breakfast and go, whoa, hey, Sandra. Hi. People are already refusing to do these things. Why do you think that it's going to... I could have been playing Wii tennis this whole time. (laughs) Yeah. It's wank, and that's why I haven't been doing it. (laughs) And there's like glitches, and you'd be like, "Okay, I'm just gonna get into the plane." It's oh no, I've deleted nonsense. the plane. Hang on, where's the undo? <laughs> and already, it's better to just have a sandwich and look out a window. <laughs> what well, the the thing that always comforts me about when something comes comes along like this, and I go, "Oh God, what if, what if people actually do use it like this?" Is my understanding that. Things never end up being used the way they're intended. Yeah, that's true. Or the 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 purpose things are used for never end up what the creator intended them to to be used for. Yeah, you know, they it's only ever dictated by how people use it where it ends up. And so they can Meta can say as much as they like. You'll wake up and meet your friends in a virtual meet. No, they won't. No, I won't. They'll jerk off to this with coffee in the morning. And then yeah. they'll throw it and they'll draw the loser controller. <laughs> It'll become it'll be it'll become some illegal place where you can sell NFT heroin or whatever. Yeah, people will trade NFT heroin and <laughs> go and like <laughs> go to therapy. Yeah, it'll be like remote therapy where you could attend a therapy anonymously as a kind of goblin with a green mustache. <laughs> yeah, that'd be quite good. Anonymous therapy. Yeah. Yeah, like the Masked Singer, but for therapy. It's the Masked Singer, yeah. A celebrity. The Masked Winger. (laughs) Someone comes out with a big mask on, looking like a big ice cream, with big golden gloves and a missile launcher on its back, and just goes, I kind of don't feel like I exist. I mean, I know I physically exist, but I'm not really here. (laughs) All the judges have to guess what celebrity is suffering. That's, Still, that's, such a, that's such a we've done it again another great idea absolute. of a TV show The Mass Winger yes solid gold ideas factory you come up uh, Joel Dummett introduces you on stage <laughs> you come up in an extraordinary costume then you list all your mental problems and, yeah. and judges have people to people have to guess who you are which famous person you are based on the mental trauma we could still have Rudy Giuliani <laughs> they get him in a second I guess. oh yeah he's yeah. first episode uh Oh man, that's so funny! Yeah, a guy, a guy dressed as a, a sort of um, a cross between the giant wasp and Marie Antoinette, <laughs> made out of vinyl, just muttering about how people are after him. He always feels like he's being pursued by the CIA, and and people are like Robbie Williams. Yes, Ken Jones stood there pretending he knows who Robbie Williams is. Wow, my God, it's Robert Williams! Wow, I love his. Media output. <laughs> that guy. I'd Bobby lo- Williams. Bobby Will. Yeah, Bobby Williams. Yeah. It's a good idea. Ken Jong, man. East Asian people are meant to have dignity. What happened <laughs> to Ken Jong? <laughs> he used to be a doctor. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, I, there are other doctors. 
I'd rather be treated by Harry Hill as a doctor now than Ken Jeong. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Well, no. Do you think... Um, I wonder if he ever like snaps back into doctor mode. Harry Hill or Ken Jeong? You're the one, really. Yeah, Harry Hill. Yeah, his, his, his collar descends back into his <laughs> under jacket and he prescribes... His eyebrows go down. <laughs> um, Jeong probably like when he has to research in advance who the British people are on the show. Yeah. He does that as seriously as he was like learning the symptoms of like myocarditis. Yeah. He's flicking through like the big book of British public life. <laughs> okay, Robbie Williams. Okay. All right. Singer. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm loving angels. Oh, yeah. I kind of... Okay. He's just really... Who was one? Cramming. This one... I think it was in the first series. He he had to pretend to know who. It's the first. It was like the first or second episode, and it was like a former shadow cabinet minister or something. Wasn't it Andy Johnson? Not Andy. What's his name? Something Johnson. Was, he used yeah. to be a postman. Alan Johnson. Alan Johnson. Was, and he, he got yeah. Ken John gets out of his chair and goes, "Oh my God! Is the right honourable Alan Johnson?" <laughs> It was. It would be perfect if it was a prank show about the American celebrity guest each time, and how good they were at pretending to have heard of like, you know, Teresa. Even Teresa May, they probably won't know. Never yeah. mind like some guy who was like at one point was in the cabinet. I yeah. think he's a good egg, Alan Johnson. I like Alan Johnson. There's a great video of when when where after the 2019 election where he's sat with the momentum guy. And mm. Labour have just had the worst defeat in, since 1935, or whatever. And he's just berating him in momentum for for, to, <laughs> for for driving Labour into the drain. It's great. It's nice. amazing. You and your cult, because he's a proper, he's an actual working class person. Yes, yeah. And he just shouts at all these pretend working class people for for turning the Labour Party into a cult. It's well, great. It's really good stuff. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the people that you and I know who are involved in that sort of thing are. I don't know what you call them, undercover... They're like Undercover Boss. Yeah, unco- Undercover Posh. Undercover Posh. Their yeah. whole life is like an episode of Undercover Boss. Yeah. <laughs> There's that every day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm terrified anyone finds them out. Except in Undercover Boss, eventually they say, I'm a boss. They say, I'm a, I'm a boss. But and for I'm these a... people, ideally, they go to the grave, never yeah, yeah. revealing that they are posh. The family crypt. Or that they went to private school. They go to the family crypt <laughs> without having revealed yeah. that they have a family crypt. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Shall we do a bit of correspondence? Yeah. I should think so. Introducing the new MacBook. Yeah! The perfect companion to your busy, professional, independent, uh, like, very busy, but also you have lots of free time career as a designer of hat pins oh you're so busy as a designer of hat pins let the macbook yeah do the work for you with its zero ports it's got no ports now we've just thought we don't need any ports if you need to hook anything up to it you just have to you have to come to cupertino and we'll open the app um, laptop open and then you plug it in there it just makes things easier uh, but once you've got it up and running, you can use all your favorite programs like your hat pin designing program, iHat, iHat, 
and and you can sit in a cafe and come up with new designs and FaceTime your boss who can just who just FaceTimes you out of nowhere, which is not pleasant, but you have to pretend that you're happy to see them because they've got a new idea on the hat pin designs. And yeah, moving the hot air balloons around, woo! And like replying to an email and then also recording something on GarageBand for some reason. It's just a classic MacBook, yeah, advert where everyone is doing everything. And it's impossible to tell what your job is, how old you are, how much money you make, how you've afforded this MacBook, or where you live. MacBook, yeah! Yeah, your life. Naturally, all this correspondence is uh, um, Patreon correspondence, priority stuff. Yes, the correspondence you pay for. This is premium correspondence. First class, business class correspondence. So this is from Pete. Pete, how sweet. Mm. What a treat to hear from Pete. Dearest ploppers. Mm, lovely. Long time pooper, first time correspondent. Oh, great. I write seeking your wisdom. <laughs> yeah. To a Punundrum I've faced many, many times. So here's the here's the punundrum. Yep. You've been invited round to someone's house, maybe for dinner. It sounds like a start of a bonus pod. Yeah. You invited <laughs> someone's house. Yes. You know them well-ish, but maybe not that well. Okay. They're not the kind of friends or family you feel totally relaxed around. Unfortunately, whilst you're there, your anus does feel relaxed. <laughs> You know the host has a slightly further away upstairs or family bathroom and a closer cloakroom and downstairs loo. Okay. Choices. Do you, A, use the upstairs slash family bathroom, invading their much more personal space by making your deposit closer to the rooms in which they sleep? <laughs> in a bathroom that has personal objects like their toothbrush? <laughs> you must also make this out-of-the-way excursion without drawing attention to the fact that you're yeah. silently yelling, I must poo now! Yeah. Or do you, B, use a downstairs bathroom that is most probably closest to the room you are or will be eating or socializing in? Do you roll the dice, hoping you get away with a sneaky deposit? After all, if a poo falls in the toilet and no one is around to smell it, did it really exist? Yeah. But risking the specter of your uninvited plus one <laughs> creeping into the festivities? Uninvited plus one, Rekha. As I, I'm pooping for two. <laughs> As I say, I have faced this dilemma many a time, and it will undoubtedly occur again. Please help me prevent all future dinner parties from becoming utterly bin bags. Yeah. Your dear podbud, Pete. Uh, for me, I would go. I go to the one further away. Okay. And pretend not to know there was a nearer one. Oh, if someone's that's like, because you, you go to the far, far away, you come back. Someone might go. You know, there's a toilet right there. And you go. Oh, is it? Oh, oh, right. Oh, yeah. But you've already done your poop. And if you get it done out of the way, the smell should go by the time they're back up there. They're not going to make you go back up there, get the poo, bring it down again, and put it in the (laughs) by hand into the right loo. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're good hosts. So I say go far and and feign ignorance about the nearer option. You're saying when it comes to going to the far toilet, it's always better to beg forgiveness than ask permission. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yes. What's that? Uh, what's that motto like from Assassin's Creed? Oh, nothing is true and everything is permitted. Yeah, all is permitted. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> true, that's your attitude to shitting in other people's houses. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever um, been in a scenario where you've been in another person's loo and it's something about it has been weird? Weird. 
for example, I still, I, uh, well, I weird and kind of nostalgic where I, I was at someone's house and they had a little, like, loo carpet. A loo carpet? Oh, like on like the ra- toilet seat? Well, no, around the base of the loo in like a U-shaped. It's like a U of carpet that they put around the bottom of the loo. I have that. Yeah. I have those. Do you? Yeah. Oh, Isn't my God. Is that standard? No. Yeah, it's a little toilet. Uh, a bath mat? Yeah, it's like a bath mat for your toilet. Yeah, but like, I don't remember the last time I saw one of those little U's. Oh, I got them. I when I was special, I bought them. I was like, but oh, I haven't been to your house yet. I can't make a home without a toilet U. I haven't experienced your toilet U's. The last, the flat also had a toilet U in one of them. One of the toilets, maybe uh, in a toilet, probably the far, one. <laughs> yeah, the far one. It might have been far. A toilet U for we and Pooh. Because <laughs> so I think it's the kind of thing that my gran had. I thought you had to have one to be a, an adult with To be house. a good person. Yeah. That's what the toilet you salesman told you. <laughs> yeah, you're in the pocket of big you. Toilets are us. <laughs> for for I, you. I, 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 if I'm sat on the toilet, I, like, I, I want my feet to be on, on Warm. something. Yeah. That's it. You want to scrunch your toes in. But I guess it is a gross idea because it's all this fabric soaking up all the spittle. And poop that's ghost. Bound, yeah, pounding, that's jumping out of the bowl. All the specters. But I feel like a toilet's naked if it doesn't have a, a, a you. A bear loo. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. What about if you went to... Uh, yeah, to- carpet on the top, I've never understood. On the top of the toilet seat. That yeah. one is the maddest. What is that for? Yeah, where well, you're going to take a nap. Is it so you can like have a little sit down without there being a hole on your bum? Yeah. Are you bare-assing it on the carpet? That doesn't seem good. Yeah, I don't get it. Is it to keep it warm? But it won't be warm. Because you're not meant to be sitting on it. I don't. Yeah, I don't get. The, I don't get the, the carpet on the top of the toilet. No, that's odd. It'd be even um, odder if they carpeted the cistern. I mean, having a toilet <laughs> brush is all. I mean, you have to have one, but it's a mad thing to have. Yes, because you just leave it there. I've got these special sort of silicon ones, which and they, the the holder keeps them suspended, so they do air out and water doesn't just collect. Okay, that's good. Which is good, but still, you're just putting it straight. Oh. I was. Th- I was, when I was supposed to introduce the idea of a toilet brush, I was like, surely there's another step between there's it being be a, a toilet way. and into the... Steve Bouget has a great old routine about toilet brushes. Oh, yeah. Just it, keeping a stick covered in shit next to all your other stuff. Yeah. Mental. Yeah, it's mad. It's really mad. I do remember, yeah, when you grow up and you find out the truth about toilet brushes. <laughs> and you go, but, but there's <laughs> a way like of a cleaning them, right? Channel 5 documentary. Yeah, the truth. And you go, there's a way of cleaning them, right? And they're like, no. Not really. Not really. Not not kind of, really. The cleanest I get is you flush them with fresh flush water. You try and kind of rinse. rinse. Fresh flush water is r- the cleanest water. thing that goes on them. Yeah, yeah. It's flush water. It's flush water. Water <laughs> that you would frighten you to drink. <laughs> it's as clean as they could get. Uh, uh, yeah. There was some experiment or like social behavior thing they did where like they had a bunch of volunteers and they presented them with like Michelin starred soup or whatever, like good soup. Uh-huh. And then with it like out of the packet, like in front of them, brand new, just stirred it with a toilet brush. Oh. Yeah, but it's it's but a clean toilet brush. Yeah, out of right. the packet, brand new. Oh right, right, right. And but people wouldn't eat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were just like, no, it's it's fucked up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't think I would actually. I would to prove a point. Unless, unless I, would tr- I would logic myself into it just to be like, you have no reason to fear this boy in my own head. You know, <laughs> this is how pretentious I am. I would only drink it if they did it in the Michelin star restaurant and it was part of the thing. <laughs> then I'd be like, wow, how when, interesting. When it was called the soup de bum. Yeah, how, how deconstructive of our oh. of social anxieties around around waste and poo. And, but if someone you, just did in front of me, a normal person would be like, yuck, no. You'd lean across the table to, your, to whoever you're eating with and say, so provocative. <laughs> That's what you'd say. Yeah. It's not just a meal, it's a statement. He's not a waiter. He's a provocateur. <laughs> 
like you Banksy. Know? They're basically Banksy in this restaurant. They don't, they don't feed you, they challenge you. They're challenging you. They challenge your idea of what it means to even be served. You don't come out here full, you come out nourished. <laughs> oh, God. That's good. That's horrible. That's good. <laughs> what is food, anyway? Some of the stuff gets to the point where you just go, okay, am I having food or not? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Uh, Come on. What is the worst pretentious food you've ever had? And I don't mean quality. I mean in terms of you thinking, this is too pretentious. I'm a dickhead. Right, 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 right. Um, I once had something that had so much truffle on it, I've had to put some aside. <laughs> and like, this is the Such stuff funny it, Italian problem. farmers shoot people with shotguns to get. To protect. Yeah, and I'm like, that's too much, actually. You're like, oh, <laughs> enough. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that, that's a worst, that's more the biggest asshole I've ever felt eating something. I think. I think I f- was thinking I, this has too much truffle on it. Yeah, I think we've discussed this as a phenomenon before. But anything with gold leaf, if I've ever eaten it, I've just oh, yeah, thought it's horrible. This is p- pathetic. Even if it's like fake edible gold leaf, I still kind of think. Yeah. What's this for? <sighs> Come on. Yeah. Who is this for? Um. Uh. I can't really think of anything else too ooh, pretentious. I, I try not to eat anything too pretentious. Anything um, I've had where it's they go, it's a foam. Yeah, I always feel like they're kind of just saying to me, it's, it's kind of a flavoured air. Mm-hmm. It's what should be on top of what the food is. Some foam. Enjoy your foam. I always feel like it's a test or a challenge. <laughs> You're going to see when I'm going to snap and go, okay, enough, give me the food. And they go, ah, I nearly got you. And then they bring out some actual You passed the test. Okay, what's that fucking with you? Here's the actual food. Yeah. Yeah, foam, yeah, foam can be pretentious, I guess. Too much truffles a funny problem. Yeah, too much, too many truffles. That's definitely the most pretentious I've felt. <laughs> also, like, un- unusual to have that much, right? It was. It felt like a lot. It felt like too much. That feels like one of those things that people feel they're kind of making a point. Mm. Look how much we plop on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. I'm trying to think. Of what's the what's I've been to a, in someone's loo and I thought that's fucking weird. I guess carpet on the loo. Um, when someone still has two separate taps. Oh yeah, hot which and is cold a lot tap. of the UK, but like yeah. a hot and a cold tap is it's just mental. Such a pain in the ass. Pointless. So stupid. Uh, yeah, you have to go from freezing to scalding. Ah, go away. Yeah. That's you, all right. You end up going. Yeah, you go. <laughs> oh, for like one second. So just, <laughs> just this insane slalom between extremes, and you leave with you know frostbite and blisters. Yeah, you know, at least my hands are clean now. Uh, Dove yeah. soap. You find that strange? If there's no like hand soap, like antibacterial hand soap, they're just relying on like a, just a bar of soap. Oh, in like a shell. Yeah, in like a, a seashell. And you go, raw I'm washing my hands with a bar of soap. Like yeah. a cartoon character. I like a bar of soap now. It's something go back to bar thrilling soap. about it, but yeah. it does make me think like, what, this is. It just feels so mad. It's like there's a lump of scented gunk. <laughs> Rub it on you. Yeah, yeah. It just feels very old. Yeah. If you're a pa- if you're a Patreon and you've seen something bizarre in a in a bathroom, <laughs> do do let us know. It's very much our bag. I remember we had that correspondence a while ago where someone had passed out in a loo nude and just shot a fountain of diarrhea out their ass into, <laughs> yeah. the, into the air, like a bub- big bubbling fountain. That stayed with me. <laughs> oh, my lord. Awful, 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 but thank well, you. Um, enjoy World War Three, patrons. Oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about Ukraine. Uh, 
Um, very hopefully grim. there'll still be a world to mention it next week. Yes, God, God willing. Um, good luck out there, everyone, with the upcoming conflict, and we will see you in this VIP area next week. Uh, yes. Bye. Bye.